The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great on 2 o'clock every Saturday, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. However, there will be a little bit of a change. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. On today's show, Rhonda Benvy Plummer of... um, It's funny, I have your business card here and it doesn't say the same thing that I thought it was going to say. What does it say? It says something about open door. (laughs) Got to turn it over. That's the furniture company. Oh, that's the furniture company. Help me run the interiors. We we should talk about the fact you've got a business card that's, uh, you know... Well, Two I different also companies. Have that has a, a front and a back. It has yeah, a front and a back. Right. <laughs> Overachiever I am. I you guess. are. Yeah. Open door furniture and accents is the furniture part of my business. So if you just don't want a designer but you need furniture, then voila, you can still a, call us. Is this the same number on both sides? It is. Same oh, well, business, never mind just two different. Just two different companies. All right. Help me, Rhonda Interiors. We're going to talk with Rhonda about a couple of things uh, on today's show. We're going to. Uh, yeah, Brock Emmons is back. Brock, welcome. Hello. Did you have some good fun in Texas? It was. It, we did. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, very hot. Hot, yeah. hot, hot. Yeah. Good Brian, to be back. Brian Finch is on the line from Finch Quality Painting. Hi, Brian. How are you? Good, Dave. How's it going? Terrific. I want, between the two of you, Rhonda and Brian... I want you guys to help me out today with the concept of an accent wall. I can do it. I, Brian, do you, I, I'm sure being in the painting business, you understand this, that some people just pick a wall and make, make it a different color. Can, wow. either, can, can either one of you explain to me why? Well, it adds a lot of, uh, what is the good word, uh, wow to a room if it's done correctly. That's yeah. the thing. You know, if you have like a square room and you want to do an accent wall, then it would work. Yeah. If you have a room that is narrow and long yeah. and you want to do it on the wall that is the narrow part, then yeah. it wouldn't be so good because it would, anytime you do an accent wall, it draws the wall in. That's what you got to remember. It kind of draws the wall in. It dra- draws so the if wall. you do it on the narrow part, it's going to make the room wait, feel wait even more narrow. It does not draw the wall it in. The does. wall stays basically in the same spot. Basically. But visually. <laughs> visually. It, it makes it, especially, especially if it's a darker color. Because what it does is it draws your eye to that because it's different than the rest of the walls. So it's like you see it first, so visually it impacts you first, so it makes the room feel smaller. It's a great thing to do when you have those long, narrow rooms that you kind of have to feel like it's it's a little bit more proportionate, but it, you need to do it on the long wall. I think color has a lot to do with it, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've walked in a lot of rooms that had accent walls, and, yeah. and it just, it, it was amazing. It popped, mm-hmm. looked great. Right. I've also walked into some where the colors were just wrong, and it didn't yes. match very well. And, yeah. you know, a blood red, you know, wall is just, it, so I, it, I think all accent yeah. walls are awesome if, if it's done correctly. It's, and that correctly is more about color, texture, and placement. Placement's very important, and people forget that part. Okay. See, here's the thing. My house 
has every interior wall in exactly the same color. All of the bedrooms. I I think Ryan, could you get, could I get a slightly better price if I bought nothing but the same color? Oh, painters love when they don't have to change out that roller. It's unbelievable how much we love that. <laughs> because and and here's the thing, this being, you know, the year it is, it's gray. It's not agreeable gray, but it's something else that's gray and white. Gray. Yeah, with with bright white trim. That's that's the most common. Every room in my house is practically gray with bright white trim. Now you yeah. go into my mother's home. Yeah, every room in the house is painted a different color, with the exception of the main living area. So yeah. I, I I think everybody has their own taste. Uh, it, are you selling the house? Or are you living there long term? That'll that'll help you answer what type of paint you should exactly. use. My design style tends to be with my customers is you, I don't feel like it needs to be what I call a crayon box. You know, where you go in and every room's a different color because right. you know what that does? It just chops the space up even more. Mm-hmm. So I have what you call the all over color, yeah. you know, which is in like your main living spaces, maybe down your halls. You know, if you got two stories, it goes up. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe there's an accent color. Maybe your dining room's a different color. And maybe that same color goes into the powder room if you're not doing anything. But, you know, I'm, I think two, three colors is enough for a house. What do you think, Brian? I totally agree. I think, you know, too busy is too much. Yes. Um, we like to keep things, things simple these days. We're very much to the point of trying to do two or three colors per house as well. Brian, are you doing much work outside these days? <laughs> yeah, we are. We're doing a ton of work outside. We're actually doing a, um, a metal standing team roof right now, which is a bear. Really? So this this was an existing roof that was put on, and you guys are touching up the paint? So it was an existing roof that was put on um, about 25 or 30 years ago. Wow. What kind and of prep it, work goes with that? Wow, it's, it's a ton. You yeah. have to have harness uh, harnesses for the guys, and you have to rope everybody off and have safety equipment, and it can be a little bit arduous. So it's a... Um, it's definitely a little bit of a task, but we're, we're definitely um, the power washing portion of it has been, um, you know, obviously the fun part since it's been so hot. Right. So wow. That's been the enjoyable part. And now um, we're coming towards getting the prep finished and we're starting to do the first coating of it. Now, is there a good time of year that, that I mean, <laughs> and, and, and I say that loosely, but painting yeah. metal. Yeah. Okay. Sure. There, there's a lot that goes into it, as 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 Brian was just talking about. Product. You would think, you know, like, and that's a good question because there's not very many times of years, like of time of year in the in North Carolina, that we would actually have time to be able to do it, just because of the pollen falling or the leaves falling in the fall. Right. Or, um, there's just a lot of times where you just don't want to do it, and right now the humidity is kind of a factor, but. We do have some of those mornings where we have we find ourselves being around 70 degrees, 72, 75, wow. and so that definitely helps. Uh, a little bit of science that goes with it. I would yep. say 4 a.m. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> be about before the, the time to do that. Yeah, uh huh. Roofing is not fun. Being on the roof in the middle of the day is not fun. Uh, but nah. that's that's interesting. That tells us that a lot of these roofs, that these metal roofs that we drive by, that are kind of starting to erode away you're starting to get uh, little spots on there i mean the paint doesn't last forever and i've had a lot of people in the past ask can i can i repaint my metal roof um and i always assumed you could but i didn't know all the ins and outs and whether or not you could make that happen so that's interesting sure Very interesting. sure sure 
Brian, does that happen a lot to you? Are you up on roofs, uh, painting metal roofs a lot? We we are not too often. We did do a big commercial job out at the farmer's market a few years back. Yeah. Um, and and that was um, something that we, um, we took great pride in. But um, for the most part, um, we try to stay away from roofing in general just because, you know, we leave it up to the roofing companies to do that. But yeah. With this job, it just um, seemed like we were pretty well fit for it. Um, we have a good paint um, combination for this, um, the staining theme metal roof. We do a pro-industrial Sherwin-Williams Pro-Krill primer for the, the prime coat, and then we do a pro-industrial Sher-Krill, which is kind of an industrial um, um, an industrial latex uh, top coat, which... Um, it's pretty expensive, but in the, in, in the industry, it's um, one that will probably last for probably 10 to 15 years with a good glossy sheen. Yeah, very good. We're going to pick up now with Skip from Raleigh. Skip, hi, how are you doing? Well, it's a little warm, but, uh, you know, all's good. Yeah, good. You're on with Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. And Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors, and also here, of course, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. So, uh, a question for Brian: um, We're um, getting ready to get our um, deck redecked. Um, the structure's great. The decking is old. We're getting that done. Right. Uh, number one, southern yellow pine. Um, after we get that put down, how long to wait before we put on a good, um, solid uh, wood stain? Okay, here's the fun. Brian is online, on the telephone. Did we drop the call for a yes, second? Yes, we Sounds did. Sounds like we did. I think we did. Uh, I can answer it, though. It's usually you about oh. six months. Oh, yep. That's a, that's exactly you, you, right. And anytime you got the treated wood, you're supposed to wait and let it dry out just a little, and you know let. I think there's chemicals. The way it was explained to me, chemicals yeah. and stuff. You yeah. want it to acclimate to so the usually, environment it's in. That's usually right. six months. I've had you know people go ahead and do it, knowing that they probably got to redo it. Um, but six months is the perfect time frame. And and we've talked to uh, Brian, and we'll get him on in just a little bit. You know, I had to, I, I don't know whether it was Brian that I spoke to about this. Is stain always the best way to go with a deck as opposed to paint? Because I've seen some painted stains that stains are wonderful. Definitely Brian, are you there with us? I, I am back there. You I, are back. Yay. Okay. Okay. Tell me, tell me the answer to that question. Then we'll backtrack on the other question. Is um, stain always the best way to go? That's a good question, Dave. Um, it just depends if you've already used stain or if your deck is new. I would say possibly yes, just for maintenance values. Yeah. Um, if you painted your deck before, then you're going to kind of probably have to go back with a painted application on your deck. Um, just because it may be too expensive to take that paint off your whole deck to right. stain it. We right. have a we have a rule of thumb, you know, that I always tell my customers. If you stain first, you can always paint. That's but if right. you paint, you can't go back to stain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It is a big deal to do that. You know, so always stain first if you're not sure. And then if you hate it, then paint it. But don't well, paint it and then want to go back to stain. 
So, Brian, were we right in studio here that it you if you replace the deck boards, you've got to wait another six months to let it weather in? Well, it just depends. If you're someone that wants to see kind of instant gratification, which sometimes I'm that person, too, with my own house, Yeah. Um, I'll choose to go a little bit more cost um, on maybe the kiln-drying board. Um, just to kind of have a knowledge of knowing that we don't, we're not buying that wet wood that could possibly take right um, a long time to dry out. And then once you have that timing, you know, we're in the third season of our crazy North Carolina weather. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Uh, we've got uh, Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors. And by the way, I just learned from flipping her business card over, <laughs> Open Door Furniture and Accents. You want to talk to her about furniture or accents or interior design? That's an excellent, um, it's an excellent opportunity right now. Also, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Call right now, and we will hand you over a twenty-five dollar gift certificate. To caller number one from High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. And, of course, if you have a question for Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, call that number, 919-860-9783 on Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF, 919-860-9783 is the uh, telephone number. First person to call in right now gets that $25 gift certificate from High Park Bar and Grill. It's kind of funny. Sometimes we get in the middle of conversations off the air, and then we go on the air, and I I really got to finish this because I mentioned, and this is a painting issue, we talked about my new home, which has sort of an odd gray. I don't know what kind of gray, but it's I refer to it as sort of a darker gray than gray it's more brownish than it is gray to me my wife will call and she'll come up with the adjective <laughs> well the the previous owner put the extra can of paint or the leftover paint in the attic space of the garage mm. why i don't know she didn't like having it handy i guess you know so you got to pull down in the garage right how I, you got to pull down the double uh, folding ladder, mm-hmm. which I'm never going to step on. I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> going to. Okay. And she's storing it in an area that's probably 150 degrees on a hot summer day. Sounds about right. Uh-huh. Uh, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, tell me why that was a wrong thing for her to do with the paint. Or was it? So, yeah. Definitely would be for long term or even short term, just because sometimes you know it'll get cool at night, and then um, once it gets cool at night and real hot during the day, the paint tends to separate. And once that happens, um, the pigments will separate from the just the, the whole manufacturing process kind of goes out the door from right. um, how it's put together, and you just kind of don't have the paint anymore as a as a product that you can use functionally. And Brock told me on this show, although he doesn't remember having told me that, he said, you don't necessarily need to keep the paint. What you got to do is keep the paint name. Well, and color. 
yeah. and color. Yeah. You got to know what you're going to go because all my wife did, and of course, we're what are we doing? We're patching holes. That's right. She just went to the to the place Sherwin Williams with the uh, with the paint description mm-hmm. and got a little container of paint mixed up. All the touch up work was fine. Right now, you want to keep the paint because you can't get any paint. <laughs> it is really it is, it's oh, proving it's difficult. Bad. No, yes. yes. <laughs> All, right. All right, we'll keep an keep an eye on it. We're talking with Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, Rhonda Benvy Plumber of Help Me Rhonda Interiors, and we're also talking to Ray in Nashville. Ray, welcome to the show. How you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty good. How y'all doing? We're great. Yeah. We're great. Who do you have a question for? But I, I, I'm not sure uh, because I, I guess it's kind of two part. I'm going to uh, uh, replace my siding. I got an old you know, colonial home yeah. built in 1980, and uh, at the siding, I'm going to end up replacing. I'm going to. I like my siding. I don't even know what it's called, but it's a, a wood kind of siding, and it's all good. But it's it, it's pooping out on me, and I'm going to have to paint it, stain it, or something. And I was told that. Uh, there's a particular thing with I paint or stain. Not, I don't know how you know that answer to that. I mean, what? How am I supposed to know what to have them do? Paint or stain it once they put my new siding on, or do, or do you know if they do that? Is that part of it? I, I don't understand anything about siding. I just, you are you are about to get a siding contractor to come in, and you want to know whether they're going to go ahead and paint it. Yeah, do I? Yeah, and do I? And somebody told me I, I tell them what what I want, what I want paint or stained, and I, I'm like, well, how do I know? I I, I don't know this outside siding. I never did that before. It, I've, it, I've it, never it, heard of of staining the outside of the house unless it was cedar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would uh, definitely go with the paint. I'm yeah. sure. Um, I'm sure Brian will, will back me up on this. It's it's going to be a little bit better for long term weatherization. Yeah, I mean, sure. Brian, what do you think? I totally agree with you, Brock. I think um, painting, siding, any kind of siding would probably be your best bet. All right. We're going to congratulate you, Ray, even though that was more of a, uh, uh, shall we say, a sample question, a generic question. Uh, but congratulations anyway, because we're going to send you to uh, High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh with a $25 gift certificate. Um and and uh, thank you very much. Congratulations. Six dollar burgers on Fridays, prime rib, full menu includes fried chicken, and there is indoor and outdoor seating available. They are the place for daily food and drink specials. Congratulations, Ray. Yeah, well, thank w- you very much. When you stain your your it, it makes it look more like a cabin. Most of the time you see stained is when you're you're driving up through the mountains. Um, if you stain all of your siding. It, and that's usually like either cedar or logs exactly. or something like that. Yeah, you don't want to stain your siding and carry or something right. like that. Right. Thank you, Ray. Hey, listen, Bob in Raleigh is right here. Hey, Bob, how you doing? You keep asking. Oh, I shouldn't have asked you that. <laughs> I know it's a social Bob's amenity, fine. but... Bob's fine. What's going on, Bob? Uh, well, quickly, I want to uh, congratulate uh, Craig, the floor man. Give him mm. a little shout-out. I don't know if you remember, but I called in about getting a stair climber. Yes. The chair. Well, long story short, he turned me on to exactly the right folks. Ooh, way to go, yeah. Craig. That's a Real good happy thing. there. Anyhow, a I, got a ch- I got a quick question for Dr. Finch there. Yeah. 
painting over wallpaper. I've oh, got a yeah. kitchen, a big kitchen, double bay, rectangle, eat-in area, what have you. That's got a chair rail, dark chair rail, goes around almost the whole room. And it's wallpapered, two different shades above and below that. And they've been here for a long time. Now, they're in the kitchen, so they pick up smoke and oil from cooking and what have you. And now the seams are clearly showing. I want to know, do I wallpaper again, or can I paint over it, which some people have told me was a good idea. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, um, Brian. So he wants to know whether he can paint over wallpaper. You know, it's not something that manufacturers or, or someone um, as a painter would suggest that it would be a great idea, but I think in certain situations it is a good idea, and I think um, the few situations that I would say that are good ideas would be if the wallpaper's been there for over 20 years and yes. you feel like it's just really stuck to the wall perfectly, but at the seams there might be a little bit of a pop. Um, in that case, what you could do is you could go in with some um, razor blades, take out those pop seams, and then mud over those with a couple of coats of drywall mud and sand those back in between coats. And then oil prime your wallpaper and then just lightly sand that before you go to paint. That sounds exactly like rocket science yeah. to me. <laughs> sounds like rocket, rocket science. science. That's it, way <laughs> beyond my personal capability. Yeah. Right, well, and hold. if the wallpaper has a texture, then it's obviously that texture yeah. is not going to match in the seams if you do that. Now, can you put another wallpaper over an older wallpaper? Yeah. That's what we're mm -hmm. going to pick up in just one minute on Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great this afternoon. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Rhonda Benvy Plummer of uh, Help Me Rhonda Interiors. And, of course, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Brock, what are you working on? you got something that's kind of involving Craig the Floor Guy. That, uh, that is very true. We have a uh, joint customer. This was a customer that I went out and insulated his house. And, yeah. uh my understanding is a weekend right after we insulated the home, they were going out of town for the weekend, no and uh, one of them flushed the toilet, and they left. Well, the float got stuck, flooded yeah. out the whole first floor of the house, mm -mm. ruined all the floors, ruined the kitchen cabinets. I mean, the water actually went under the wall, between walls, into different rooms. Yeah. Um, so my guys came in, and we removed all the carpet, removed all the vinyl flooring. Craig came in and assessed the subfloor, determined there were several sections that needed to replace. Luckily, this is an insurance claim. Um, sure. But my guys went under the house, you know, and this particular customer, unfortunately, had uh, his vapor barrier, which most people have on the dirt. You open up the door to your crawl space, you look down in there, the plastic's on the ground, your insulation is up on the subfloor. Yeah. Well, this particular customer had his plastic stapled to the subfloor. Okay. Which doesn't sound like a huge deal, except for all of the water that that toilet produced that went through the subfloor yeah. was now being held up and elevated above the ground by this plastic. So my guys are putting razor blades in this plastic and cutting holes and just dumping hundreds of gallons of water. Oh, 
out from this poor guy's floor. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, we got everything removed. We got uh, all the insulation pulled out of there, all the plastic pulled out. We hooked up dehumidifiers to dry it out, but uh, it's a pretty good-sized project. Uh, Craig's coming in to replace the cabinets. He's yeah. doing LVP. Um, the mm-hmm. customer had vinyl and carpet. Um, uh, good insur- time to put in Exactly. LVP, Insurance yeah. is paying to replace what's there. So the yeah. customer said, well, I'll pay a little bit of extra money out of my pocket to upgrade to LVP. So he's going to do luxury vinyl plank, which, yeah. of course, Craig's a huge fan of, talks about on the show all the time. Right. Um, but so far, so good. Insurance company just approved it, and we should be starting uh, all of the improvements within the next week or so. That's a, a very big thing. You showed me a videotape of your guys. I, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm empathetic to the guys. We're underneath the house. It's no, it's not comfortable being underneath the house anyway. But knowing that whenever you cut into that, you're going to get hundreds of gallons, gallons of, water of water rolling, rolling yeah down. yeah and luckily insurance stepped up to the plate this this particular customer's retired military second recon marine corps and yeah and the insurance company really stepped up and got us out there quickly so they're taking care of them uh hopefully we'll get this thing wrapped up for them here pretty soon very good we're talking to brian finch of finch quality painting brock emmons of triangle radiant barrier and Rhonda benvy plumber of Help me, Rhonda Interiors. What do you do for people, Rhonda? Everything. Everything? Yes. Everything from remodels all the way down to the last lamp. That's what I do. Really? I do. Furniture. Mm-hmm. Furniture is the. Uh, my wife and I went and bought a couch, right? Mm-hmm. This was probably two, three years ago. Yeah. We went to like eight different <laughs> furniture places. By the time I had gone to the fourth one, I'm not even paying attention. You understand? I'm yeah, sitting right. on whatever chair is closest to the door when we yep. first got there. Yep. It would have been really nice to be able to say, look, I'm looking for a couch that's kind <laughs> of like this. Can you help me go find my options and show me what I'm dealing with so I don't have to walk over acreage of furniture stores trying to find the couch that yep. is exactly what we're looking for? Well, that's kind of what I do. In other words... That's why a lot of times people hire designers, yeah. just for that reason alone. You know, I'm bringing everything to you, right. right? You know, so I've got certain, you know, furniture lines that I carry in my furniture store, right? you know, that I like, that I know are good quality for the money, yeah. and that you're not going to call me back in a few months and go, uh, Rhonda, this yeah. sofa is not good. Yeah. I don't want that call. Yeah. You know, so I'm making sure that what I'm selling you is good quality for the money i come to your house we pick out the fabric yeah i help with all of that and then everything gets ordered so now you've got a showroom i have a design center design center i have a design center so i have it my business set up two ways if you want a designer mm-hmm. then great you, you hire me as your designer i help you pick out everything i help with the design so forth if you don't want a designer and you just need like rock just needed a sofa yeah. Then he can make an appointment with my design assistant, come mm. to my design showroom, and pick out the sofa, and then she'll help you because she's still an interior designer. She's just right. my assistant that is at my design center all the time. So she'll help you pick out the sofa and get it ordered and go from there. You're still getting the designer's help, but it's right. just not in your home. That sounded that sounds so much easier. I was like the husband of Victoria's Secrets, holding his <laughs> wife's purse, standing at the door, looking out the window, dreaming about riding the motorcycle. That would have been yeah. so much smoother. Yeah. All right. I like that. 
All right, let's uh, let's open up the phone lines again. Telephone number 919-860-9783. You can win a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Ask a paint question of Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting or a design question of Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors and Open Door Furniture and Accents. Or ask any sort of question of Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Perrier. No, I'm not fielding any questions today. You're not? No. <laughs> I think I'm we not. ought to talk about, Brian, um, the paint shortage. You know, what's going on with that? Fill people yeah. in on that. Come on, Brian. Oh, gracious. Um, it's something else right now. You know, it's a, it's a very big deal. Um, uh, there's a lot of manufacturers, or there's there's one in particular that's having trouble. Um, I know there's a few other that, that few others that are having some difficulty as well. And um, I think what it is boiled down to is I think some contractual negotiations that took place possibly years back that has um, you know maybe put some people in some bad um, I guess posturing with their levels of having enough paint to go around. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Distri- I, distribution is an issue right now as well. I mean, across the board with a lot of different types the of products. It's a huge problem with yep. truck drivers. Not even really, um, you know, a lot of these manufacturers are not having um, enough workers to come to, to drive the trucks. So that's that's a big deal. And then also when it comes down to the manufacturing facilities, you know, it's, there's a labor shortage at those facilities as well. And so everything just kind of has trickled down to. Um, to make this kind of possible, I think. So what we're saying is if you don't have a job, please go get one. If, if, yeah, if, if yeah, everybody yeah. Plenty would just, of jobs. Plenty of jobs right now. Please go get a job so everything runs That's, more smoothly. Well, if you've, <laughs> got a, if you've got a 20-something at your house who's kind of playing video games and counting his uh, <laughs> extra federal check. Time yes. to learn how to drive a truck. Yes. That's exactly right. That's what I was going to say. Go get a CDL. Right. I, I will pay extra to get my stuff here. We need it. <laughs> yeah. Or it won't get lost. I was just telling the story to everybody before we went on the air. Yeah. You know that. Oh it, yeah. It's taken forever to get the freight, and things are getting lost. I had seven uh, pallets of tile is lost. Nobody knows where it is. Custom tile, right? Custom not, not tile, like tile that has to be refabricated. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Nobody knows where it is. It's completely lost out in the air. Nobody well, knows. How well, do you I'll lose you what, seven pallets of tile? I'm telling you when you're going to find it. <laughs> you will find it as soon as you've replaced it. Yes. And as soon as it's installed. Right. The replacement is installed, and then you... Then, then the you'll... freight companies will like, oh, here it is. We found it. Yes. It was on the left side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That tile has seen more of the country than you have. Yes, exactly. That's right. It's being installed right now, yes, probably. Somewhere. <laughs> Brian, what kind of projects you got going on? We we heard about uh, you climbing up on somebody's roof. Um, we got some, you know, some roof projects. We've got some siding projects, standing some siding. Um, uh, what else do we have? We just did um, a raw iron um, rehabilitation job <laughs> for um, a lady out in Pilot, North Carolina. By rehabilitation, you mean what? So she didn't just want us to scrape it, per se. She wanted us to go in with some really hard artillery and try to 
at least get as much of the delamination off as possible, as well as anything that can possibly just go awry for future paintings. So we came in and took um, metal grinders with flop discs that have um, 80 to 60 grit um, little flop discs on them, and then we came in and just kind of grinded her rail system down. <laughs> and you're doing this trying not to set the lawn on fire at the same time. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, picture him out there with a die grinder on a yeah. metal fence. I'm <laughs> just thinking of the neighbors. Hey, the neighbors must have loved you when you left. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, the, the, I mean, the pilot in North Carolina is not too, it's not too big of a town. I want to give a shout out to Florence. Hopefully yeah. you're listening, Florence. Um, yeah. Thank you for the job. Um, but no, it was a great job. And, and the flop disc is actually just a, a, a little bit more like a, a sanding disc. It's not, okay. a, it's not a hard disc. So you're not throwing throwing sparks nah, everywhere. Nah. That's good. <laughs> the flop disc is kind of like a, it's got the slit for sanding paper. So it's it's just a hard groove sandpaper disc. But at this point, you're, you've mentioned two jobs that I would not have known enough to call you about. Okay, you, the, you wouldn't have thought of the painter. I wouldn't have yeah. thought of the painter. He's right. got. I got a bad roof. I got a bad looking roof. Brian's going to climb up. He's going to repair and you know prep the thing and then paint it with a super industrial. And then it, I got a fence that's wrought iron. Well, yeah. I mean, think about the roof. You can bring out a roofer. He's going to charge you probably fifty grand to replace that roof. Or. Uh, Brian can come out and make it look like a brand new roof for yeah. much less money. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. At a fraction of the price. Same with that fence out there. I mean, we're trying to put a fence in around the back of our property. When yeah. you start doing iron and metal fences, yeah. it's very expensive. Uh -huh. right. So if you can clean it up, give it a little tune-up, make it look a new color, I mean, oh, yeah, that's going to save you a lot more money. And then just products these days are another level. That's right. You know, what you used to couldn't do. You can do now because they have products to just cover everything, really. I don't think I'm going to ever paint another room, okay, because <laughs> I just don't – well, number one, I don't have the time. Number two, I, I just don't want to make a mistake with it. My dad, my, Brian, my dad made a mistake. He had a kitchen that was – no kidding. This will tell you the eerie he built his home. Uh it, Started building his home in 1962 and brought home uh, the appliances from Florida, and they were turquoise. Ah, yes. And mom insisted that the walls match the turquoise. You know, those are actually back in style They now. really are. They have them, and they're real expensive. They have really? very, yeah, oh now God. they're much more Retro. modern. Much, oh, yeah. much Retro more modern. appliances. Okay, yes. but Brian... We remember, my brothers and I remember, the paint flaking off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> like good, now, good old lead base. People right did say, yes, the Alexander boys do resemble paint eaters. But no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. That's we didn't eat them. We just, Dad told us, go ahead and flake it off. Now, what did he do? Oh. Did he put a like a oil base on top of a latex or latex on top of an oil base or did he forget what, what do you think brian yeah i agree with uh rhonda there i think he, he somebody probably mistakenly probably put something wrong on top of the um of, on the oil but um at the same token you know you can always fix it yes we can fix it 
Well, Dad, you know, Dad figured out his own way to fix it. He he let us peel the paint off, and then he sanded it down, got down to the drywall, and repainted. Um, Brian, do we always have to go for a uh, for, for a uh, primer before we paint? Yeah, that's the manufacturer's recommended um, way of kind of doing things, and that's how they warranty their paint just through. Um, kind of the verbiage on their on their paint buckets that they sell. So we try to mimic what they want us to do in the field just so they can kind of back us on their product um, knowledge as well as if their product fails. And so if we're out in the field and you, we're using their product and something goes awry with their product, we want them to, to, to have our back as far as replacing it or, or telling us what we might have done wrong. What kind of a warranty do I get on paint? So generally, the paint manufacturer will give you a year warranty, um, and that's just kind of standard throughout the the paint industry from a manufacturer's standpoint just because of um, usually they go through a lot of tests and trials, and, and so that they usually know their paint's not going to fail. And so if they do have a failing paint, um, they can probably you know, boil that down to some kind of um, microcosm that happens within the um, – um, the shipping channels. I can't imagine anything that would go wrong with the paint within a year. It, it usually doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. I don't think uh, we've ever had a customer that's had a, a paint fail them, um, except maybe one out of, I would say, a thousand. Sure. Sure. That's All pretty right. good odds. That's very good odds. Very good. It should, paint shouldn't fail. I mean, if you paint it uh, agreeable gray, it should be agreeable gray six months down the line. That's all I'm saying. Sure, sure. All right. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Uh, Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors and Open Door Furniture and Accents. And uh, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier here in studio. Oddly enough, we didn't give the second gift certificate, so let's give it away now. Uh, you, the $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill could be yours if you come up with the next question. 919-860-9783. Call us up right now on Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. I'm Dave Alexander. We have Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting on the line. Uh, Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Open Door Furniture and Accents. And... Help me run the interiors in studio and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. We're talking about uh, paint with Brian Finch. Brian, I got a really good question. Yeah, please. So I get asked this question a lot by my clients, and it's what finish do I put on my wall? Do I need to do flat? Do I need to do satin? Do I need to do eggshell? You know, where do you use semi gloss? Where do you use gloss? You know, so that's a big, big question. And I always answer it, and I, you know, want Brian to, to chime in. Yeah. But I think it's different for different people. You know, obviously, you know, the little bit more sheen looks good yeah. on your wall. Yeah. But if you've got rambunctious boys in your house that might put a hole in your wall, it's yeah. not the most practical because you can't touch it up. You'd have to, you'd have to fix your hole and paint the whole wall. Yep. Whereas flat, you could touch it up a little better. So I think it depends. But then they got these new paints that are like a washable flat, 
that are really good. You know, they kind of the best of both worlds. So what's your take on that, Brian? Ron, I'm right there with you. I kind of like, um, I think it's different for everyone, but I think we kind of lean back towards, you know, how much lighting you have in, say, that room that you're looking at. And if you have quite a bit of windows or lighting, um, we tend to kind of back off the sheen. Yes. Um, if you don't have as much lighting and you have a little bit of a darker room, we tend to kind of up the sheen just so we can have a little bit more light in there. Um, and it's not so natural, but it's going to be a little bit falsified light with your sheen. Plus, if you got an older house and your walls are not in the best of shape, you definitely want to stay away from the sheen. The more flat it is, it shows, That's you know, correct. doesn't show the imperfections. imperfections right. Or, yeah. or if you've moved into a house in the last couple of months and you're trying to hang heavy objects on the wall, this is just a hypothetical. <laughs> and you miss the stud. You miss the stud consistently. Or like I did, you know those anchor things you yep. put in the uh-huh. wall? Yep. Uh-huh. Don't drill the hole bigger than the anchor. Yes, that's okay? a good, good A little good plastic roll. thing. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm fixing drywall on walls that were perfect two hours ago and if you had a sheen you'd have to paint the whole wall because you'd yeah, be able to I'm see not. it uh-huh. surely and Andrew, surely you've never surely you've never <laughs> mishung a, an object on your wall have you surely no i haven't you haven't all right so who, who's your question for and what question do you have well whoever yes. uh, earlier i was listening to can you paint a metal roof and I didn't get the answer, and that was what I really was interested in well, hearing. The, uh, I can help you with that. The answer is no, but Brian can. <laughs> Surely I'm not sending you up there, okay? But Brian okay. can. Brian, talk talk to Shirley here. Hey, Shirley, how's it going? Fine. How old is your we're, roof? Well, we're anticipating putting a metal roof on versus a... a um, single roof and so we thought about my daughter has a metal roof and we're wondering uh, before we put it up we hadn't thought about could you paint it or not all right go ahead brian answer her question surely you certainly can and it's um you know they've got like Rhonda was saying earlier uh the paint these days that they're ma- manufacturing um are just fantastic and so they've got great industrial primers for metal and they have great top coats for metal and they also have direct to metal paints as well uh-huh. all right so okay. i'm going to congratulate you shirley that you've won a 25 dollars gift certificate from high park bar and grill the place for dinner and daily food and drink specials including the uh, uh, fried chicken prime rib and the six dollar burger on fridays with indoor and outdoor seating available, congratulations to you, Shirley. Thank you. Uh, Where are you located? They are located at 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. And we're going to get you that gift certificate. Congratulations, Shirley. Okay. Appreciate it. I'm going to put you on hold. Um, and if we want to get in touch with Rhonda Benvy Plummer, how do we do that? Well, you can go to my website at HelpMeRondaInteriors.com or you can call 919-263-9054. And Brian Finch, how do we get in touch with you? 
go to our website at www.cinchpainting.com or give us a call at 919-609-7759. And that is making your home great.